What for the podcast or no? For well, for the oh. podcast, yeah. Oh. I'm always prepared uh, for the podcast. No, not really. Oh, no, I meant for this COVID 19. Now, as soon as okay. I saw it get to California, I was like, all right, we're going down because people are dumb. Um, you can always count on people to be stupid, so you just you got to prepare. And that, folks, I think is how we're going to start <laughs> geekiest show ever this week. People are stupid. Uh, so I, I may be among, yeah, so I may be among them, but uh. I have yeah, learned I everything I need to know from watching The Walking oh, Dead. Uh, you know what? You know what'd even be better is if I started the damn recording before we start the show. And I that, did. People told you prepared. Okay. <laughs> and you also said uh, about dealing with stupid people. So you have me, Captain <laughs> Chaos, to deal with here. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I got my recorder running now. Finally. Uh, <laughs> And we were just discussing before one of us started recording anyway about preparing for the uh, coronavirus. Uh, the Corona uh, Acropolis or whatever we want to call it. <laughs> sure. Uh, the uh, Hunan flu, I think it is, or Hunan virus, oh, whatever COVID -19. they're calling it. COVID-19. It's like love potion number nine, but not really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, kind of be kind of seems to be the subject this week for everyone. Um, and, uh, I'm, there's probably very few people that are, aren't affected by this somehow or another. Um, I don't know, maybe the Amish aren't, but, um, just because they, okay. So, you know, I've been practicing this for this for 58 years. Cause they said, go, uh, you know, stay home, avoid people. Mm -hmm. That's my lifestyle. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm a nerd. I mean, you know, and I, I'm a nerd that lives in a small town. There's nothing for me to do here. So I go to work, I go home. Um, so, yeah, I'm already prepared. And, you know, the other thing about being prepared for this, um, you know, everyone's running out in a panic now and buying supplies. Well, when when you grow up on a farm and you – oh, just a minute. Everybody's calling My you. boss. <laughs> Got to take that one. Hello? Hello? Are you there? He about dialed you. Uh, a little bit, yeah. What's up? Yeah, except for custodians and us and uh, administrators and such, so yeah. Okay. Oh, the field house. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Well, I'll, uh, okay. I'll uh, fix that tomorrow when I come in then, so. Okay, all right. Okay. Right. Sure. Okay. Right. Okay, and then 7.30 tomorrow morning is going to be the when we figure out what we're doing then. Okay. 
All right. Yep. You're right. I think Deb was going to come along. She may come along with me at 7.30, so. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. And I'm back. I may have to edit this out. Um, yeah, so put a, mar a marker at 4 minutes 30. Okay, or 4 minutes on mine. So, um, yeah. I'll leave the part in. I won't. I'll take out the conversation, but I'll leave in the getting the call and yeah, all this great stuff because, because um, I normally I would just hung up. I figure with all or just call me later. But with everything that's going on, I figure I better take yeah, that. Yeah, you really have to. You have to answer it. Yeah. Yeah, we're coordinating our plans for how we're going to disinfect the school. Well, you're we're going kind to of do. on the front lines of this, you know. Well, yeah. Okay. And so for the people who, uh, we were talking about this before we started recording, uh, for those of you who don't pay attention to what I do, I'm uh, a janitor at the high school. And so, and the governor, uh, governor Nome of South Dakota has locked down all the, uh, K through 12 schools, giving them a week off. And so we're going to go in and deep clean and everything. And so, yeah, my superintendent called and we're going to, uh, making plans to make plans tomorrow. Um, this whole thing is like, plans uh on top of plans on mm. top of plans but yeah they're doing uh, that at my husband's school too he's a school teacher and he's been ordered to work from home on monday we're we're actually right. technically on spring break now so it's that's kind of a relief that we don't have yeah. to be totally stressed about going places but he was supposed to uh monday was going to be a records day where they submit all their grades for the semester and that sort of thing so uh he would have normally gone in that day but they said nope stay home work from home so yeah, and uh, Lake Area uh, Tech, soon to be Lake Area College, because South Dakota has changed the name of the technical institutes to colleges. Uh, anyway, they were on their spring break this uh, coming week anyway. So, um, But, yeah, my son's going to go in. Um, he's part of the tech department, and they're building a new building there, so they can be stringing wire, and they have things that they can be doing there too. Um, so, yeah, you know, everyone is uh, – and we went – Okay, and I think the point I was trying to make before I got interrupted by the phone call is um, growing up on the farm uh, like we did, we didn't uh, go into town anytime we needed something. So we kind of had the plan, and we would try to have at least a few days, maybe a week's worth of stuff uh, on hand. And even now we still do that because even though we live in town, our local store doesn't have all the stuff we need. So once a week we drive 30 miles to Watertown and we stock up. So we're kind of used to having <laughs> – There they go again. <laughs> I'll let my wife get that one. It may be for her anyway. Uh -huh. um, but um, uh, so we're used to stocking up things and having a supply on hand. And, uh, and I think that's part of the problem right now is that most people aren't. Uh, mm -hmm. They just run out and get stuff that they need. Now, all of a sudden, people think, well, we may be quarantined. We're, uh, we shouldn't be going out. So they try to lay in a uh, two-week supply and then all the stores. Mm -hmm. And it's not that there's shortages. It's just a... The, there's still stuff coming into the stores is just come not coming in fast enough. The shortage right. would be that the warehouses are depleted and, you know, uh, you know, we'd be uh, trying to scramble to find stuff. It's there. It just has to get restocked. That's yeah. I was thinking that as far as, I mean, all my family have back East and you know, the, the numbers are higher in New York and, you know, around the coastal areas. I think they're the highest concentration I saw was in California, of course, and then New York, of course, you know, places where it's really densely, populated so they're all kind of freaking out back there understandably because it's a very it's a very condensed area whereas like you and i are kind of 
spread out. We're we're a lot right. <laughs> really we're a little bit more uh relaxed about it. Um I'm I'm trying to just brace myself. I mean, I, I joke about it, but like I said, I learned everything I need to know from watching The Walking Dead. <laughs> so, I've, right. so I already prepared well, once I saw it get to California. But that's only because, kind of like what you were saying, you guys are kind of used to stocking up because of your, you know, your lifestyle on, on the farm and that sort of thing is what it is. And I live with a chronic illness and I have asthma. So I'm on the special bus list, you know, basically. Sure. So I, you know, it, it sucks for my kids because they're they're perfectly healthy my husband's perfectly healthy like there's there's nothing wrong with them it's i am the weakest link (laughs) it's gonna be that that brings everybody down unfortunately and plus you know we're we're in close contact with our my mother-in-law and she's over 70 and she's on the list so that's what's going to be really frustrating is well mm. and i'm not going to claim to be an expert on this but the little i have gleamed uh, gleaned from this and i i think it to be mostly correct is uh, from what I've seen, this uh, virus is maybe a little bit more lethal than the flu. It's not about the strength of the virus. It's the fact that it's, this is yeah, it, it spreads so it's fast. What, well, it's well it's because it's also a, uh, what they call a novel virus. Right. This is something that hasn't been exposed to the public at large. Right. And what they're trying so to do is so we're sitting ducks basically. Well. I mean, people well, yeah, like but, me are. <laughs> yeah, people if, like you. Yeah. Old if, it, people if it comes have, to uh, me and older people, yeah, we're we're sitting ducks. Well, well and and you know, and I like I say, I don't know that the fatality rate's going to be you know as bad as some others. But I think what they're trying to do is, um, from what I've seen, they're trying to flatten out the curve yep, a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, by trying to isolate people, everyone's there's still in the end the mortality and the illness rates will probably still end up being the same. Right. But by right. flattening out a little bit, you help the hospitals deal with it because you have right. this, you had this huge spike where everyone has to go to the hospital. They're overloaded. They don't have yep. the supplies. They don't have everything they need to deal with it. That's by trying to isolate rates go up. Yeah. Well, and then by flattening it out and spreading it out, you're able to deal with it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Relatively speaking, um, and not have this, you know, huge spike when everyone, and that's when everybody loses their minds. That's when panic mm-hmm. sets in. That's when humanity goes out the window and it turns into a shit show. Um, I think that's on. what they're trying <laughs> to do. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, maybe if I had invested in, uh, I don't know. Well, I should have invested in toilet paper futures. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and even, you know, I, but even out here, we went to Watertown. Like so, so that's like uh, I think twelve thousand people. It's our kind of metropolitan uh, city for this uh, section of South Dakota. And uh, the Walmart there was out of uh, toilet paper. A lot of bare shelves when it comes to cleaning supplies and uh, it seems paper. Seems to be products. that toilet paper is taking the biggest hit. That's what I keep seeing people say that they're out of. Yeah, and bottled water, but then surprisingly, the bottled water is out, but there's still plenty of water filters there because my son went went and bought a water filter for his uh, thing because it needed to be replaced, and he didn't need a four-pack, but I mean, that's all they had there, but Uh there's plenty of those there. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know. People just kind of need to just take a breath and, well, maybe not too deep a breath. You might catch it then, but um, (laughs) just just relax. Well, as long as you're six foot away from somebody. I'm always six feet away from somebody. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's easy to be six feet away from somebody out here, out where you live, out where I live, out out in the other places, not so much. It's it's hard to well, find that kind of distance. 
if you really want to enforce that, take all the deodorant off the shelves, and then six feet won't be a problem. But, <laughs> I don't um, know. Uh, but, you know, so that's our uh, poultry advice as it is and what we know about it. But, um, you know, so it's we're, we'll roll with it. I think, you know, out here we'll be mostly fine. No, I think South Dakota has had, as far as... I have checked, and I haven't checked like in the last 24 hours. I, I have We've a page up now, actually, as of today, you have nine positive cases. The, that's yeah. the bad news. The good news is you have 327 negative cases and six pending, which tells me that they're they're doing testing. So that's a good yeah. that's a good thing. And the other thing is too, uh, you know, a little bit of common sense. Unless you are reasonably sure you've come in contact with somebody who's had the disease or you feel symptoms. I would mm-hmm. probably not, or you're in a high risk group. Yeah, I probably wouldn't run out to get tested because there's only a certain amount out there. And if right. if there's a likelihood you don't need it, don't take it and let the people who really do need it use that. Yeah, That's... there's um there's phone numbers on these on these websites. I'm not gonna like provide one just because they're different all over the place. But there is a, a like a. Uh, COVID-19 information line. I bet you if you Google that for your state, or I don't know if it's per state or if it's one central number, it could be just one central number. I'm not sure. But they're they're saying that if you are, if you have questions, if you're symptomatic, then the first line is to call that number and speak to somebody about it. And just, and they'll help you determine whether or not you're a candidate for testing. I think that's the way yeah. it's going to go for the foreseeable future. You know, find and, out if you're a candidate for testing first. Don't just run out and go get one because, you know, chances are it probably isn't what you think it is. But right. better to be better uh, to screen, pre-screen. Do the pre-screening first before you do the screening, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would do that. I would call, you know, like a government office. Uh, the other thing I guess I would kind of caution people on is where you get your information from. Yep. Uh, take everything, even from the news media, take that with a grain of salt because news media is trying to get views and drive news. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're going to sensationalize spinny. things. Yes. So um, Sensationalize, uh, that's a really, really good word because a lot of them really, yes. really are. I mean, it's not that they're necessarily putting out falsehoods, but they're they're spinning it and they're, they're asking – like t- sometimes I feel like they're either asking like a dumb question or when you really think about the question that they ask the person that they're interviewing, it's like, really, was that really, really necessary? So right. I, I've been just like, like you said, I've been kind of taking it with a grain of salt. But what I, what I am concerned about is people on, on Facebook and social media are spreading information. And like I saw someone today, they took a screenshot of a, some kind of a statistic that said, you know, that listed things in like a chart type of view and it was a screenshot and it looked very very legitimate right but you know i looked and looked and thinking okay all they're saying is you know here's some information pass it on but they didn't cite a source there was no source there was no credible source so i just i wrote back and i said you know could you please cite a source if this is indeed factual information it looks good but i'm not going to share it unless i see a source for it so i've been trying to link to the cdc and the individual state um, Department of Health Services or Department of Health. If you just look up Department of Health and for your state, it'll usually get you there. And I've been looking on the different pages just because this is where we're kind of geeking out about the stuff. I mean, at least I have been because I really enjoy researching. I really like researching, and and I'm and I'm interested in this because of that reason. Because people are spreading so much either misinformation or false information, and 
you know, a lot of them, their heart is in the right place. I don't think, I don't think anybody is meaning, is intentionally trying to harm anybody with information. I think that they're feeling like they're being helpful, but in fact, they may not be because they're, they're spreading information like, you know, you know, you should just drink really hot water or, you know, that's going to kill the disease or, you know, something like that. I mean, if, if we have to put out bulletins that say, don't drink bleach, there's a problem. There is a problem with information if people think that they're supposed to be drinking bleach. That No, don't do that, you know? It's just really, people just aren't really thinking with their heads. And it's frustrating. Yeah, uh, the best thing I would say is get, uh, you know, a lot of information and compare it. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, you are the best arbiter of the truth, uh, but you need to have, you know, various forms of information there so you can compare it. Um, it's difficult. Yeah, just... We live in the age of information and there's so much of it. Like, I'll just give you an example. One that I've been mulling over lately is, so, you know, they say, listen to the scientists. So, okay, good. I'm married to a scientist and, you know, not saying that he's, you know, the authority figure or even, you know, I look to his teachers and they're, they're posting things like the curve and, you know, things like that. And it's really helpful information, but I've been going to the CDC and I'm looking at, they have a, a PDF out that basically says, you know, uh, mitigate, mitigation strategies for communities. And these are principles that you're supposed to guide your interactions by. And they have a, it's a really nicely designed PDF. It's got several pages to it. talks about, I don't know that it's in the type of language that, you know, maybe the average Joe could read. I mean, I think it's fairly straightforward. You just kind of have to look at it and you might have to read it a couple of times. But they, they talk about um, potential mitigation activities according to level of community transmission. Um, so that's like, you know, where you are in your community. Like I said, on, on, in, your, in your state, you only have nine positive cases, and they do break it down by counties. But like your Clark County isn't even on there. There's Davison, McCook. No. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but the counties aren't there, but that's because we haven't gotten through all the testing yet. So... Right. So that's like one piece of information. Right. You, okay. So you go to your state's page, you find out, okay, well, what is your, um, what is your level of community transmission look like? Uh, what's nice about the, and this is where I get kind of geeky about it is I'm looking at all the different state websites and how they're designing their information, like how easy it is to read, how easy it is to get to the information. And I know I'm biased, but I'm, I'm pretty impressed with Arizona's, uh, their Arizona department of health services page has a page called Highlighted Infectious Diseases for Arizona. And right there they say Arizona COVID-19 response. Arizona level of community COVID-19 spread is minimal. That's that's what's listed right there. It tells you we have uh, 12 number of positive cases, 50 pending, ruled out, number of people tested. It breaks it down into all these different numbers. And uh, I don't even see... Then it, then it breaks it down. It has a map for the individual counties that you can hover over. So like in my county where I live, there's two cases. So that's the answer to that question is we are at minimal spread right now. And so if you go back to the chart, it's on table two of this, this uh, PDF that I'm looking at from the CDC. We are minimal. So it says none to minimal. So if I even if I were conservative, I would go to the next column over and say minimal to moderate, continue to mo uh, monitor local information, continue to practice personal protective measures, continue to put household plan into action. Individuals, see here's the gotcha for me. Individuals at increased risk of severe illness should consider staying at home and avoiding gatherings or other social situations, potential exposures, including travel. 
that's that's where I get stuck because, like I said before, like my my family's healthy and everybody else around them is healthy. In fact, just up until this morning, I was getting you know texts from from other parents like, "Hey, do you want to get the kids together?" Because now the school's out. We're on spring break, but um, other schools are you know closed uh, for the foreseeable future in the next couple of weeks or so. So of course, parents are like, all right, we got to get these kids out. They're going to drive us nuts. Let's try to plan activities for them. And so they're saying, you know, oh, do you want to get together this week? And I'm like, um, probably not. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't, I really, really hate to say no. I really don't want to say no. But if I'm listening to the science and I'm following what the CDC says, and I'm looking at where I am and, and my family connected to me, then I probably should just sit my ass home and keep the kids in too. So that's that's just a tough pill to swallow. That's just frustrating. Aren't you so glad you just have a dog and a cat? <laughs> yeah, well, but well, yeah, until I go back to school and all those disease-ridden little I mean, I re I really want to set up a dip tank by the door and when right? they come in just, you know, put them in their Baptist style and yeah. just, you know, um, they'll come out soaking wet. Are you guys closed wet. for the coming week or when yes. did you already have yes. your spring break is it coming up no. or well, we don't, like I say, we didn't have a spring break per se. We was going to take Friday off because of the state basketball tournaments because mm -hmm. all hail sports in this state. Um, but um, So the next so coming Friday, week, you're not going to be exposed to kiddos, right? Right, but we'll okay. be in the school cleaning stuff. But, yeah. you know, I, I doubt at that point anything's been brought in there. Now, the neighboring county has one case, and I don't know where, when, or how. Right. Um, you know, and now the uh, last... Tuesday, uh, the kids were out in Pierre, our state capital, for the uh, regions for the district or for the basketball going on to the state. Or mm -hmm. they were there for the districts to go on to the regions to go on to the state. It's complicated. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, so, you know, they were all out there in Pierre. And so who knows what may have gotten passed around. Now, probably flu has gotten passed around because there's a few people have mm -hmm. gone out with the flu. Now, likelihood of you know somebody being out there with that at that particular place you know who knows um we had kids that in our state were on a competition and uh we were talking about this a little bit last time my son was supposed to go on a disneyland class trip and that got canceled that same morning like i dropped him off we took pictures of him with a suitcase all ready to go all the kids had their suitcases and everybody was packed and we all stressed for days you know because this was going to be the first time my baby my baby and he calls me at lunch he's like mom the trip's been canceled i'm like oh you've got to be kidding me so you you got your mommy angst all ramped up I and then did. you had the detox so. i did so this was basically the fire drill for for all of it because it's not canceled canceled they're actually going to postpone it they're going to they're going to try to do it again at the end of May, and that's going to be after school is out. So we'll see how, how that goes. I mean, I, I appreciate it. I'm really, really glad that they canceled when they did because had they gotten on that bus and then made a determination later, they would have gotten stuck there because what I was starting to say is that just a couple of days prior to that, some kids went out to California for a competition, and they got stuck there. They're not allowed to come back for two weeks. They're, they're basically quarantined out there because they went to California because of where they went. You know what I mean? Right. Had it been some other place, it might have been different because there weren't as high of numbers. But California is where the numbers grew really, really fast. So now they're stuck out there. And that that right there, that was my worst fear. So it's like, <laughs> I'm trying so, so hard. I tried so hard. It's like, okay, Melissa, it's just confirmation bias. You have nothing to worry about. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And then that happens. I'm like, gee, great. Thanks. Yeah. Just confirmed my worst well, fear right there. Thanks. Thanks a lot. 
<laughs> well, look at look at it this way. You have now experienced all your anxiety. You can send yeah. them off with yeah. no issue now. Yeah, may I go like, yeah, whatever, bye, see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, you're pre-stressed. There you go. Yeah, so see, you, I pre- And you survived I, it. Pre-screen, pre-stress. There we go. <laughs> okay. I, so I, uh, I should be I should be pretty good to go come May. So we'll, we'll see. We'll revisit that come May. See see where I'm sure. at with that. I might yeah, we'll, my words. We'll, we'll see if uh, Captain Basket case is uh, <laughs> right. uh, ready to you know if if you're reporting for duty or whatever. Yeah yeah. But but you know enough of this gloom and doom. Let's have some oh, happy so times during the quarantine. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So what are, what geeky uh, fun things are we gonna do as we prepare? We're not quarantined yet, but as we prepare right. to quarantine. Well, I kind of stole this idea from somebody on Twitter, and then we ran with it. Um, I, I follow Eric Carmen. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> used to be part of the the Raspberries, and you'll go all yeah. the way. Well, he I had, had this... that song stuck in my head for two hours after that. <laughs> yes. Well, then he also wrote a song all by myself, and somebody said, "Hey, you know, the you know songs about uh, you know uh, isolation or whatever." And so I got this into my head. So we got on our uh, messages on the group pod. Uh-huh. So the four of us was throwing song ideas back and forth. We made a quarantine playlist, we and did. I will share it in the uh the link to it on spotify in the show notes but so uh, you made the list in spotify you took all the songs like did you so yep. that, that's why i want to talk to you about so so let's sure. get let's get into the geekiness of it so okay you made this list on spotify did you take each and every one of the songs that we had in our in our messages back and forth and and input them or did it did you start with a couple and then it seeded a list for you uh, no, this was all, with a few exceptions and a, a couple that I may have come up with on my own, this was all stuff that we came up with while we were talking. Okay. But then if you scroll all the way to the bottom, they did offer some suggestions. So this one, these were, and I thought this was spot on <laughs> and pretty funny because, uh, uh, and I could still add them to the playlist, but uh, what are we at now? Uh, just about three hours Two yeah, hours and forty nine like minutes long. Songs. I we we took it from like "Don't Stand So Close to Me" till to anything by the Grateful Dead <laughs> in less than twenty I never did, songs. I never did get any Grateful Dead songs on there. I should That's go uh, search and find some. That's interesting. I I don't know a lot of, except for um, um, "Fade." To, was it "Fade to Gray"? Uh-huh. Um, uh, I don't know many Grateful Dead songs, but uh, the well, ones that's why that I said make... anything by the Grateful Dead would do. Sure. Uh, the songs that didn't make it on the list but still might, their recommendations, and I thought this was just funny. This is their recommendations based on what we were putting on there. So we had Hot Blooded, uh, <laughs> Carry On Wayward Son, uh, Lonely Is the Night, Peace of Mind, and Shadows of the Night. Uh, I kind of skipped Renegade because I don't know where that would quite fit in that well. Funny. But all of those are like, yeah, those all pretty much have the theme of what we're going for. But uh, And you know, some of the songs that we did put in there, uh, like I say, we started with All By Myself by Eric Carmen, and then <laughs> in a dark turn, we went with Don't Fear the Reaper, right. and then Don't Stand So Close to Me, uh, School's Out, that applies to me, Crazy Train, that certainly seems, uh, my, For Me Tomorrow, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Crazy Train uh, is, is my ringtone that I wake up to every morning to get the kids out the door. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, Hold On Loosely seems applicable. Um, we need to. I say, see like, REM is missing. We need the. It's the end of the world. No, it's on there. It is. Oh, where? Yeah, it's between too much time on my hand and bad medicine. People, the puns are just <laughs> they're flowing here. Um, so is the snark and the uh, sarcasm. Exactly. Uh, that's what we do. That's that's what we're here. Yes. For. Thirty days in the hole. Oh, okay, away. I see it. It's number twenty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and so some of these are like say a little dark. Uh, take my breath away. 
Okay, you know, uh, but you know, if we're going, no, give it back. <laughs> well, you know, if you're going to have humor in a situation like this, it might as well be dark humor. Right, that's just it. I, I've been telling people like, I see, I live with a chronic illness, so like, this is my life. Like you were talking in, in the beginning about how you've been training for this. Like, you know, don't you know, self quarantine and don't go out and don't be with people. And I'm like, all right, you know, I've, I've, I, this is just this is Tuesday, you know. So it's kind of when people are talking about washing their hands and all these all these safety precautions, I'm like, yay, finally, I get permission to people are going to look at me like I'm normal for once, because that's just that's how I am all the time. You know, I just have to well, be. I just have to be. I have a really crap immune system and I have asthma and, you know, I just have all these things that I just have to worry about all the time. And now it's like everybody else is doing it. I'm like, all right, suckers. <laughs> well, at least you have an excuse. I'm just an asshole. Uh. <laughs> And I'm not I'm not antisocial. I'm just selectively social. Right, I don't right. let every freaking idiot into my sphere of influence here. So um, if you make it, consider yourself lucky, I guess. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I'm so my, my, my next question here. is now you made this list on Spotify. So I wanted to ask you what other because you're the one that kind of like does all the subscriptions and stuff. What other sure. ways could we make a playlist? Like I was going to go into well, iTunes and make one and. What other yeah, I'm sure tools? That, I guess Pandora. Can you do that with Pandora, though? Uh, you can make a playlist. I mean, it depends upon. Well, here, uh, I don't quote me on this as, you know, quote unquote Bible here, but uh, I think um, you need a. Um, is it the premium subscription to uh, Pandora to make a playlist? I think otherwise, if you just mm -hmm. go with the basic or whatever, you just get radio stations. Okay. Uh, and they're seated. But, like they have seeds. Yeah. They, you start with something and then it's like, oh, well, if you like this, then you're going to like this. Yeah. Now, I suppose it's going to start playing. We don't need shadows in the mind. But now let's see here. Um, is that your that, that's your go to for making a playlist, though, is Spotify? Yeah. Well, I, I vacillate between the two. I like uh, Pandora because of the radio. Once you fine tune a um, Pandora radio station, they're pretty good at giving you recommendations. Mm -hmm. Um and I like Pandora or uh, Spotify because uh, they're pretty good at recommendations too. But yeah, that's more my, I like this song, put it on a playlist. So I have, that's my liked playlist mm -hmm. there. Basically they both kind of do it, but um, um, yeah, I never thought to look at Spotify here. So um, there's my collection. I'm, I know you can make a playlist in here cause I've done it. I don't know about sharing it. I'm trying to find it here. Um, here's yeah, cause a, you were able to share the, Spotify playlist. Yeah, so here's a just a playlist I have in uh, Pandora. Just so there's the share button. So yeah, you can share it on Instagram, Facebook. There's a link there. So yeah, I think they're all kind of uh, uh, applicable in the same way. At least Pandora and Spotify, from my experience. So you can create a a playlist given the right subscription level. Um, because I think there's a free Spotify. Uh -huh. It's been I... so long since I had that I forgot. So while you're while you're looking at that, and we're talking about making music playlists, I am looking at a way to make a TV show or movie watch playlist kind of a thing. And okay. uh, Elisa tipped us off to something called Real Good. Did you check into that? Um. I think I have it. Let me. Uh -huh. I got you know one of my thousands of apps I have on my phone because why not? Uh, yeah, I think I got. Because uh, I um, just learned that you can, and I just did it. You can connect your tracked. That's T R A K T. 
because I think we talked about this on another episode before um, when we were talking about, you know, streaming services and things like that. I like to use for TV watching, I like to use uh, iShows TV, I think it's called. Yeah, iShows TV. So that's an app that uses Tracked. And then that Tracked account connects to things like there's a there there is an app on the Apple TV, I believe it's called Scrabble. And I had messed around with it, but it doesn't seem to be working lately. So I think it's foobard for the moment. But I like the idea that there it would track the stuff that you watched as well. But this um, real good looks like a good replacement for that since it's not working. And I am just excited because I just connected my tracked list to it. So now it's everything that I've been checking off in the iShows TV app is now going to show as checked off in this real good service too. So that uh, well, really you said cool. you said scrobbling. I know when it comes to music and I have it on here and I haven't logged in very often. I've got last FM for music. Um, that I think you can uh, tie to your different accounts. Hmm. Yeah, because there's my, uh, yeah, there's my, uh, oh, uh, yeah, okay. my quarantine playlist just popped up. Oh, that's on cool. Uh, so it says scan. Maybe it's Scrabbler. Let me see. Scrabbler. Uh, Tractable. Huh. It's interesting. Oh yeah, last FM. So these are I'm looking at a list of different things that kind of pull lists and stuff together. Sure. Um, so yeah, let's see. So it's got uh, different scrabbles here. So this is all the stuff uh, listening to. All the stuff I listen to mostly. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, scrabble it. And I don't know where they got that name Scrabble from. It yeah, irritated. yeah. And then this one's Wrong. Scrabble with it at the end of it. All one word, Scrabble it. Okay. So that um, did work. That worked a little while ago, but it's I haven't checked it in like a week or so. So I'm gonna and, keep looking at that and see if they fix it. Because I was listening to uh, I didn't listen to the whole playlist, but I was listening to it um, today, and uh, so it got that all on there. Now uh, it'll show you. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, so then it'll, like for, uh, you click on uh, artists, and it'll bring up Scrabble for different artists. So I got four oh, for Foreigner here. Cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't play around with this enough to really be an expert. I know I've had Last FM for a long time, but. Well, Mike, the good news just... is you're going to have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> well, <laughs> I may end up doing that. We'll see what, like I say, see what they have is doing at school tomorrow. But I may have several days off here, so well, you're getting uh, this playlist for once you're busy at school doing all the disinfecting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, the quarantine playlist. There we go. Uh, I'm half, almost halfway through an eight-hour day. So um, there we go. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll, uh, yeah, may have to experiment with that. So people may want to try scrabbling some stuff or making playlists mm -hmm. while you're waiting. And then something else that we were going to talk about too is. Um, and we were going to talk about this before this uh, metaphorical shit hit the fan. <laughs> uh, uh, was uh, we were going to talk about the TV show The Good Place? I love The Good Place. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sad that it's over, but I get it. Yeah, all things have to end, and uh, I guess I'd rather see it end this way. But uh, and I got I got interested in listening to it because um, I listened to uh, Cord Cutters 
with uh, Tom Merritt and Brian Brushwood. Uh, they talk about a lot of things, and they have this special segment that they call uh, um, uh, spo uh, spoiling t spoilering time, okay. uh, where they take different episodes and they talk about it. the name. You know, it's in the title. You're going to get spoiled, right. people. So. Um, you know, be prepared for that. So, uh, and they were talking about the good place and they were talking about the, you know, things I may not have picked up on because I don't pay a lot to, uh, uh, uh to philosophy and stuff, but they were talking about all the philosophical, uh, parts of, of that show about, uh, I think they start out with the, the trolley incident, which is a philosophical problem that a lot of people get in college. So you're mm -hmm. on this runaway trolley and you have the option to, you're going to hit something no matter what you do. You either can choose. I don't know exactly how the problem goes. I think it's like you can either hit a person or a, or a dog, or maybe it's your dog and some random person that you don't know. There's different ways you can do it. And so then your dilemma is what do you do? Uh, how do you, uh, what's the moral ramifications of that? I mean, if you hit your dog, as she's, standing here beside me <laughs> wanting something you'll have to wait molly and i'm not gonna hit you don't worry um i don't remember but, a dog uh, i'm wondering where you gave the dog from <laughs> well i think that in the original problem i, I think that came up there's as, five, I, I, five people tied to a there are five people that are tied up yeah and so you know do you uh you know uh you're gonna kill somebody is it somebody mm -hmm. you know or somebody you don't know uh, you know what's the Decide or one people know, or five people yeah uh, or, you know, there's, like I say, there's different variations you can do. Now, do you, mm -hmm. you have like the most important person in the world or you have your mom, Right. which, right. you know, do, do you want to be responsible for killing your mom and let this person who could save the world go? Or, you know, do you want, do you want to be selfish and save your mom and, you know, uh, kill this person, which could, you know, maybe set civilization back, you know, millennia or something, who knows? Uh, so that's the kind of problem. Yeah. And so, you know, I guess for, maybe we should start with, for People who've never seen the show, maybe we should give them a, a, a brief thumbnail. Sure. Uh, uh, I'll just read the one from IMDb here because it's better than me trying to put one together. But it says, <laughs> when Eleanor uh, Shellstrop finds herself in the afterlife, she's both relieved and surprised that she made it into the good place. But it doesn't take long for Eleanor to realize uh, uh, she's there by mistake. She hides in, in plain sight from the good place's architect, Michael, and his all-knowing assistant, Janet. He seemingly... Uh, her seemingly perfect neighbors, Tiana and Jason, and open-hearted soulmate, Chidi, help her realize that it's never too late to change. With the help of her new friends and a few enemies, Elner becomes determined to shed her old way of life in the hopes of discovering a new one in the afterlife. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of questions about religion and philosophy and ethics. and like right tries our alleys. Yeah, because I ethically challenged sometimes and uh, and I, I have, and I have philosophical you know discussions with myself or with anybody who's unfortunate enough to fall within my ear range um, but uh, you know you you know I have this discussion you know quite often about you know you know like say the value of religion is it good or is it bad you know whatever but, you know, we all need some sort of ethical framework to live our lives by. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of explore a lot of that in there in a rather uh, comical way. Oh, it was and hilarious. You, yes. And, um, you know, this place isn't uh, – this podcast isn't being recorded in a good place because all I would be able to say <laughs> is bull shorts right now. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, no, the swearing's fully invoked in this podcast. So I have not to tell you that, that this podcast saves me a little bit because, like, the kids don't really watch it. I mean, occasionally they might they might have tuned in, uh, but it has really helped me out in, in some cases. I, I need to employ it a little bit more, but there's so many times where I'm like, oh, my God, will you just – holy forking shirt balls, you know, constantly <laughs> using some of their, their ways of swearing. And I just need to train myself a little bit better. Yeah, I need to do that at school because uh, <laughs> even though I think I'm alone sometimes, I've turned around, there's somebody there listening and looking <laughs> at me going, oh, shit. Blink, blink, um, blink, blink, blink. Yeah, don't, don't repeat that, please. Um, Who's your but, favorite yeah, character on this? Hmm, well, you know, it depends on what criteria you use. Um, mm, okay. Uh, Elner is nice to look at. I'm a man. Hey, you know, she's fine. She's a sweetie pie. Well, she is too. Um, and she's, she's, you know, well, I may be closest to Eleanor in philosophy, I think. I'm trying, okay, maybe which character do I most closely resemble? Um, I'm not Jason. I mean, I'm sure about least, that. No. <laughs> sure about that sport? Well, yeah, because he, he's lovable, but goofy. Uh, um, yeah. And kind of intellectually, he has his moments. But you know, I'd like to think I'm a little bit better. Um, I, I think I'm Elner. I think. Okay. Um, because no, Cheaty, he's uh, he's the guy that can't make a decision. I, right. I'm, you know, I, I'm Captain Chaos. I'll make a decision, but pieces fall where it may. Um, so yeah, I don't think I'm Cheaty. Um, uh, Tiana, no, I'm not a. I'm not Tahani? into social life. Tiahani, yeah, there we go. You I'm don't not have the shoulders for life. it, quite honestly. No, probably not. I don't have the even shoulder pads wouldn't help me. Um, see, who else am I missing here? Uh, oh, they don't Chidi. have. Um, oh, wait, I got to go to the full cast page because they don't have the chick from the medium place. Oh, where is? Uh, she? Yeah, maybe I am medium. Uh, is she Vicky? Wait, no, that's not, no, it's not Vicky. Um, um, what is her name? She's the the chick from the medium place with, with the shoulder pads. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. That's what inspired it. Um, why am I not yeah, seeing you said, the? You said shoulder pads, story? and I thought Peach. What is her? Um, Mindy. Mindy St. Clair. Okay. Um, she the one that masturbates all day. That one. Okay. <laughs> Everybody needs a hobby. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at the regular. Um, uh, all the regular, yeah. I like I say, I'm pretty sure I'm uh, so you had uh, Elner and uh, Tahani mm -hmm. and Jason and Chidi. I thought there was a fifth in the regular. Well, there's there the only four four? main characters that interact right. with each other, and then Michael it, is the um, the neighborhood architect in the beginning, and then there's Janet, she's my favorite, she's my favorite <laughs> out, of the, out of the group. I wouldn't say that like I embody her, uh. uh. Uh, no, but yeah, I would like to have a Janet that I could oh, yeah. call up things in my life. Um, well, we have Siri, but <laughs> okay, we well, need Siri with three D printing is what we need. So, okay, who do you think you Gosh, most I resemble? Don't, I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, I have my uh, favorite character, but but who I resemble the most? Oh gosh, it, that's what I think I liked about it because it was like a little bit of everybody. Sure. Depending on the right. depending on the day or the situation, you know, uh, um, like at like at home as the mom, I'm Sean. No question about 
butthole spiders for everybody. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> okay, well, let's ask a different question. Who would you most like to be? Mm-hmm. Out of um, those four, though, well, yeah. Or, well, how about uh, six? We'll throw Michael and uh, Janet in there, too. I, uh, just because Janet's my favorite, I really dig Janet. I Well, not just because his name is Michael. Yeah. Uh, I, I would – there's a side of me. <clears throat> He's so okay. conflicted, though, all the time. Well, well so torturous. am I. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's times that I would really like to, you know, uh, concoct some things at school just uh-huh. to okay. – uh, make people's life interesting. Let's right. go with that. Yeah, you yes. you love your you love to build your Minecraft world. You want to do that in the real world. You want to actually like build Minecraft worlds and yeah. Well, no, beyond just that, I mean, I would like to put people in situations and have them go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see what they do. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've no, replaced their coffee with ground seashells. Let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there's you know. <laughs> You know, okay, you you left this for me to uh, take care of. Let's see what happens when you have to swim in it, or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, something like. That. Yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, moral, you know, you know, conundrums or moral responsibility. Um, I can see. I think I, I've I've identified like Eleanor Eleanor in the past. Like, I if I look, I think that's what I love about the show is that there's something for everybody, and all the characters are relatable in some way, shape, or form. So when I first started it, I, I looked back at my, I don't know, my prior life, like before starting a new life out here, before, you know, becoming a, a parent and that sort of thing. I kind of feel like, yeah, I could, I feel like I kind of was a lot like Eleanor like in my younger days. So that's why I felt like I could relate to her. I don't know if I could relate to Tahani very much. I mean, there, no. I'm sure there's some personality quirks at first I could relate to, but because she's kind of like uppity and you know rich and stuff like maybe people who are more wealthier who've who've then sort of been able to look at the outside a little bit better maybe they could relate can really relate to her as much well Um, and it's more than just the wealth though too there's the social aspect mm -hmm. and i don't know for me there is a little bit of excuse me i would like to be more social more um sought after you know fame i guess is what you would call it Mm -hmm. um and, you know, she's always – because she always has to compete with her sister right. who, uh, you know, could just, like, fall down and everybody would praise her. Um, so, you know, she's um, narcissistic, but she's also uh, neurotic uh-huh. too yeah. because uh, somebody might be more popular than he than she is. So I could see a little bit of that in me because, mm, okay. yeah, I, I – um, like I say, I do like a little uh, limelight uh, uh, somewhat. Um and I don't know. I guess maybe maybe I should say I admire Kristen, but maybe I don't know. Maybe the, I am a little bit more cheating. For the character development, like the the total the arc that these characters have made, that's that's really something to be to admire. Right. Uh, and like I say, maybe I am. If I take the time to think it through, maybe I am a little bit more cheaty because the way I grew up, uh, you and I both share like a you know a Lutheran mm-hmm. background. Yeah, right. Uh, and sometimes I say, sometimes I'm a little bit too Lutheran for my own good, which kind of, for me, means, you know, um, uh, feeling guilty, mm-hmm. um, kind of neurotic. Self-punishment. You know, I, yeah, that I deserve kind of this. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. That's why, so, I, that's why I said that I can relate more to, like, I, like, Sean, because he's, like, the punisher, you know. He's just... <laughs> 
I, my husband, and I struggle with that a lot because of that, because of like, you know, we have such different parenting styles and I'm very authoritarian. I'm very dictator kind of parent because that's how I was raised. You know, that's just how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And you would, you would just put up with this and you will just suck it up and too bad. And, you know, you deserve this and, you know, that kind of stuff. And that, that caused a lot of harm uh, that I'm, that I'm learning about, which is why I think I, I like a show like this so much just to see the, the character development, to see that they're that we're not our past, you know, yes, we can, we can see those qualities in ourselves and we can see what caused those qualities to develop, but then we can also arc just like they do and kind of learn and see, you know, how far we've come from that and like personal growth and self-development and things like that. I, I just, yeah, well, I think it's, it's fascinating. Well, that, and then the fact that maybe if you see somebody that's like uh, acting like you on TV mm -hmm. and they're not quite as they don't seem quite as bad as you think you are, then maybe you go, well, okay, maybe I'm not as bad. That, that's kind of me sometimes. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think I'm actually worse than I am. Um, that's, so that, maybe, that's that Lutheran again. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Uh, so, you know, uh, maybe it's kind of to, for me to realize that, okay, yeah, I, I've got issues, but maybe I'm not quite, like I said, I, I identified myself as an asshole. Well, maybe I'm not quite. I just, uh, let's just say I'm rough around the edges. Um, but, uh, you aren't coming down with the virus there, are you? I heard you coughing. Now I think you muted, muted your mic. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't have it ready in time. I was like, oh, darn. <laughs> oh, do I not don't drink while I... podcasting. Well, I do, but sometimes yeah, I inhale, which kind of right, reminds right. me that I it always goes down the wrong tube. Um, you know, my stupid thing rebooted here before we started. I know I clicked on a button, and so now I got sush, shush up and running. So I can mute myself if I do uh, inhale water. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, you know, we, we both like the uh, the good place. We You know, there's uh, things about it. And like I say, it's one of those things. It's, it's fun and it's humorous, but they still put questions there for you to, while you're laughing, kind of go, well, okay. yeah. what's the philosophical part of this? It's very deep. It's very deep in a humorous way. Yeah, it, so it's, yeah, it treads that line between thinking and, you know, being able to make you laugh a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. And laugh at yourself, too, and when you realize things. Like, oh, I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, and then I had a show that uh, I've kind of fallen in love with. Um, what's that? Th that... Um, I, I find it interesting. I, it's not as philosophical as a good place, but it's fun. And it does kind of make you think about things a little bit. But it's uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Oh, yeah. You were telling us about that. I wanted to see that. Now, what? What? Uh, let me go check. Let me go check. Uh, what is it called? Real good. And go look that up. It's Zoe. Zoe's Playlist. Extraordinary, Extraordinary Playlist. playlist. Okay. Yeah, I always forget. Is it extraordinary? Is it awesome? I've forgotten. Yeah, it's Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, because I've been wanting to see this. It says new episodes coming as of tomorrow, March 16th. Yeah, because, uh, and okay, maybe I'm, it, it uh, well, they had a the pilot episode out there for a while, but it premiered on February 16th, which happened to be my birthday. So that, that's when I mentioned it. It was kind of like NBC's birthday gift to me. Uh, you know, the cold personal uh, corporate entity is giving me a gift. Yay. Um, they don't even know so me. But are you all up to date on this then? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it comes out on 
yeah, I think it comes out on Sunday night. So there should be a new episode out yeah. that I'll watch tomorrow because I'm watching it on Hulu. Uh, yeah, it's uh, on so Hulu. I, I was going to say, my Hulu is about to re-up at the end of this month. So in the next couple of weeks, I should be able to start watching it. Um, yeah, and the only thing I would be worried about there, I think Hulu, uh, it depends upon the show, but they may only have the last five episodes. Uh-huh. And uh, I think they're up to episode five now. Yeah, that's what uh, it looks like. Yeah, so uh, unless it gets preempted or something, there should be one tonight. That'd be episode six. So I don't know. You'll have to see um, how that works. Five free episodes. Okay. Like I'm looking at at real good, and I and I put it in my list for tracking, so it'll show up in my iShows TV. It should, and it says that there's five free episodes. But what I'm not sure is, oh, it says on free service. Well, it says on free services and Hulu. Okay. So I'm not sure what they mean by that. So I wonder if I can just, I mean, they have the video here. I wonder if I could just start watching them right from here. Well, see, that's kind of the problem I ran into with uh, The Good Place because I kind of wanted to binge that. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to Hulu and they only had the last five. Mm. So when I bought my uh, Fire TV recast at uh, uh, Black Friday, Black Friday special, that came with three months of Sling TV, which would allow me to authenticate with NBC. Philo TV, the one that we use, won't authenticate with NBC, but Sling would. So I used that to authenticate with NBC to catch up on the good place. And then I let it lapse. Yeah. Well, if you, if you have a cable TV provider that you can authenticate with the Mm -hmm. app, then you could go watch them all. Now maybe you can, because you got Comcast, don't you? Well, my dad does. So we've been using that to authenticate. Mm -hmm. Okay. We won't tell him. Um, (laughs) He has like the basic, basic stuff. So we just use that. But you should still be able to authenticate with that and be Mm -hmm. able to catch up. I think, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the premise of this show is uh, really short. A young woman discovers she has the ability to hear the innermost thoughts of people around her as songs and musical numbers. So it's an excuse for people to break out into song, because if you did that in real life, they'd lock you up in a room with really thick padding on it. Um, well, unless it was the 80s and we're not in the 80s anymore. So. Well, that's true, because mm-hmm. nowadays people, except for the one guy at school that runs the field house, most people don't randomly break out into songs. Um, but uh, like I said, I just find this, uh, again, I'm going to, you know, some of my prejudice will show through here. Uh, the Zoe on here, uh, let me find the actress's name here, Jane Levy, is not hard on the eye. So, I mean, I have no problems looking at her, but she's an interesting character also. <laughs> okay. It's just not a, you, it's more you of a deep. <laughs> yes, it's more than skin deep. Uh, You'd still watch it if somebody funny. wasn't easy on the eyes. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, um, there's different people on here, something for, you know, everyone's taste. Just let me know um, you want that shovel. Uh-huh. Got it ready. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, and she's got that right mixture of, you know, quirkiness and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. She's a nerd. She's a, uh, her job is a um, we love programmer. Nerds. Oh, yeah, because uh, she, her job is a programmer at a, uh, a company somewhere. Uh, she ends up being, uh, he, uh, I think in the opening episode, they're looking for head programmer uh, or lead programmer or oh, whatever. head programmer. Uh, I get it. Yeah, manager of the uh, the programming right. team or whatever. Or so, head programmer, like I'm going to mess with your head kind of head programmer, that kind of head programmer. Well, no, the problem is she's confused by all this. Cause, uh-huh. Okay, so the, the rest of the story is um, her dad has, I cannot 
find the name of the disease right in front of me, but basically something along the lines of Lou Gehrig's disease where mm. uh, he's lost control of his body. He just kind of sits there. Mm. Uh, he can't really communicate. Um, uh, he can blink his eyes and he can eat, you know, he can eat food, but he can't talk, he can't move, he can't really do much anything. And it's a, a potentially hereditary thing. So Zoe goes in to have an MRI done to because it affects a certain part of the brain. And so while she's in the CAT scan machine, she's a little bit nervous about it anyway. So the technician says, well, I can play you some music while you're in there to help you relax. And as he does that and starts to scan, all of a sudden a uh, earthquake hits and oh, and uh, you see this uh, uh, there's this montage of all this you know multi uh, second or millisecond long versions of uh, all these songs you know b blasting away at once mm -hmm. and basically it's like downloaded into her head oh my god uh, that's the premise you know it's have you ever been in an MRI I haven't my wife has okay because um, I have I've a couple of times and yeah it is yeah it's, fun. It is not fun. Yeah, I think she did the open MRI, and she still wasn't crazy yeah. about it. But, mm. um, and I haven't, and I've been in enough. I, I maybe I shouldn't say before I try it out, but I mean I've done worked around equipment. I've been in tight places, so I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't bother me a whole lot. You don't consider yourself uh, I would to be claustrophobic. To... No, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have. I've had to crawl into spaces that you know. Mm -hmm. I was wondering if I was going to get out of, mm -hmm. but that's a girth thing. Um, yeah, no, but, an uh, MRI is it makes you like dizzy and can give you a headache and because you're being zapped with all this this uh, you're oh. not being microwave but like you kind of feel like you are <laughs> but you're you're being okay. uh, there's magnets well. that are that are in play and they're I guess they're spinning around you and so they always say you know don't I, I just keep my eyes closed but if the moment that you open your eyes you start to feel whoa and it takes a while okay. till you can get your sense of uh, till you get your your get off your sea legs so to speak. And be able to stand up. So it's, it's yeah, it's nerve-wracking for right. a lot of people. Okay. And like I say, maybe I shouldn't discount it because, like I say, I didn't realize the spinning and all this stuff. So I shouldn't discount it till I try it. But yeah, like I say, I've, I've been in situations. So mm -hmm. um, although, of course, then this is the same guy. I went on a mini roller coaster once and just about lost my lunch. So <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should shut up Yeah, here it makes you feel like you've been on a roller coaster. That's for sure. Right. But, uh, you know, like I say, this, uh, I just kind of like it because, um, you know, there's song and dance numbers and it's not like I'm a big song and dance guy, but there's songs that, uh, um, uh, you know, I can relate to, uh, I was afraid they're going to, and they do have some somewhat esoteric songs in there, but most of them I know, like, uh, uh, I can't get no satisfaction. Hmm. Um, that's playing when her boss is, uh, having marital problems and she kind of is freaking out because, she knows if something isn't done about this, she's going to have to listen to her boss sing this, mm. but she really doesn't want to get involved in her boss's love life. Um, so, so walk me through what happens, I guess, without giving away too much, if, if you can help. Right. I, mean, I don't really care, but I'm going to be watching it anyway. So does the, did the songs play when she comes, uh, when she interacts with somebody that's having some kind of a crisis or something? Yeah. There's okay. one scene where her best friend, who's played by Alex Newell from, uh, I think it was from Glee. Um, so um, he, she, okay, this is a gender fluid person, so it's okay. throwing me a little off here. They, Just they're... roll with me, people. They, they, yeah, okay, whatever. Makes it easier. Uh, but yeah, this person uh, is in, in line with her in a coffee shop, 
And uh, all of a sudden, the waitress starts singing the sad song about being alone. And everyone's kind of starts singing around her. And, you know, they start little dance routines. And she turns to uh, uh, this uh, uh, Alex Newell, who plays uh, Mo, mm-hmm. uh, turns to Mo and says, you don't see them singing and dancing. Goes, no. Ah, I don't. So okay. this it's more like so in her hap- head. Okay. So it's happening all around her, but nobody else can see it. Only she can see it. Right. Happening. Right. So it's like this, this is blurring between reality and fantasy, between what she's seeing in real life and what's happening in her head. But, hmm. you know, it's all based on, you know, the emotions or something of people around her. Uh, and then there's another uh, instance, like say her dad is, you know, uh, mm-hmm. unable to communicate, but because of this, uh, you know, he um, breaks <laughs> character or whatever. Uh, he starts singing and dancing, and then that's oh. how she determines what's going on in his head. And then as soon as it's done, her fantasy is done, he sits down again, and he's oh. just like the uh, um, hmm. canatonic or hmm. however you want to uh, term it. But uh, hmm. it's just the idea that, and for me, you know, it's like I've always felt like I should have a soundtrack to my life. That's why I listen to music at work a lot, because I'm alone a lot. Um, and I just need something. And so the music I listen to tries uh, when I'm cleaning, you know, I try to get upbeat and, you know, high energy or something to kind of, you know, motivate me, and keep me going. And then there's other times when, you know, my emotions are on the downside. You know, you listen to the sad songs because mm-hmm. Elton John says sad songs say so much. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. Um so, like I say, I've always had this, um, I guess music is my drug, I guess you would say, because sometimes it can, you know, you know, make me high and other times it can just reinforce my sadness or whatever. Um, but like I say, there's always been a soundtrack to my life. And so this show comes along and she literally has a soundtrack to her life that's kind of driving her crazy. Although as it, the show goes on, she's learning to accept her superpower, I guess, if you want to call it that, uh, and trying to... Uh, you know, to roll with it and use that. Hmm. Uh, um, but like I say, I just kind of find it, uh, I find it fun. The uh, It looks really interesting. Numbers. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. Because, I mean, I I'm, yeah. I grew up in the 80s. I come from fame and, you know, all those kinds of shows and oh. dancing and all that kind of stuff. So I, I sort of miss I, that. <laughs> I remember fame. I used yeah. to watch it on TV. Um, you're not that old, are you? Because this was like yeah. on in the 80s. You yeah. would have been what? I was 10 years old? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I took right. dance lessons in, in school, elementary school, middle school, high school. Yeah. Um, I should have. middle aged, Mike. <laughs> You're middle aged. I'm middle aged. Hell am I? Um, <laughs> Older. Yeah. No kidding. And, you know, I kind of wished I would have. Uh, okay. I'd make an admission here for everyone who doesn't really care. But uh, I kind of wished I would have taken, done something with dance because I, uh, I might cool. have. Well, because I think I have a certain amount of, I'm one of those guys that uh, I don't fall down very often because I have that kind of. Oh, you're, uh, you're like a cat, I, huh? Sort of. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, maybe a but ugly cat, but um, yeah, so <laughs> a wet one. <laughs> no. Yeah, but and then you know the, combine that with music because mm-hmm. um, you know sometimes. Uh, Does your wife know about this? Yeah, no, nah, she just should. Should your don't... wife know about this? <laughs> yeah, no, she'll just go. No, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think she really, you know, uh, or even that's things what you like, guys could uh, do in your golden years take like ballroom dancing or something. Yeah, just aggravate my hip more. Yeah, uh, I see. I don't know. It's, do I, it before it's, it's uh, too late. Uh, maybe so, 
But uh, like I say, I always thought it would be kind of interesting because, uh, and then like I say, the beat will kind of uh, determine what I'm doing because when I used to work at the potato chip plant and I had to put bags in uh, boxes, um, mm -hmm. I would, uh, a good song could, I could really, you know, uh, help me. Yeah, you can work to the rhythm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically it is. So, um, but yeah, like I say, that show has kind of intrigued me. Uh, and then one sort of in a, I want to say a somewhat similar vein. There's no music involved in this. It's the uh, uh, helping people uh, thing. I also like uh, God Friended Me on uh, CBS. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's, yeah, basically it starts out, it's, um, this guy is an atheist. His dad is a uh, Episcopal been on for a while, preacher. Though? Yeah, it's in its second season. Oh, okay. Um, his dad is an Episcopal pa uh, Episcopalian minister. Okay. Uh, and so there's, uh, you know, they love each other, but there's this little, you know, conflict between them, between about being an atheist and faith in God and everything else. Um, and he does this podcast called the millennial prophet where he talks about, you know, atheism and all this stuff. Well, then suddenly this guy, uh, he gets this friend request on Facebook from an account called God. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so and he blows with it the off. Twitter God. Uh, no, no, this is a Facebook God. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so he gets this and he tries to blow it up and all these things keep popping up and finally he goes, OK. And then uh, this God account starts sending him friend requests. Well, then uh, he has to figure out why this person needs help of some way or another. And then they have to to help him. Um, and, you know, so then he's pulled on this journey and he's convinced it's not, you know, uh, God. He's pretty sure there's somebody behind the God account. Um, so that's kind of the lingering mystery there is who's doing it and for what purposes uh, and how are they doing it. But uh, there's just something about, you know, you're, you're helping people, you're doing something for them as opposed to, you know, cop shows and everything else where there's violence and shooting and mm -hmm. everything else. This is at least as a positive show. And I do like mm -hmm. my NCIS. I do have a mm -hmm. weakness for that. But you know, this is a show where, like I say, there's some positive stuff to it. You're helping people. Um, there's this, you know, and they debate, you know, is there is there God? What's faith? You know, what's all this other stuff? You know, accepting people. And, you know, it's done it in a even-handed way. It's not... Kind of like the good place. It just gets you thinking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. I mean, you know, they talk about, he talks about being atheist. His dad talks about, you know, God and everything. And so, you know, it's, like I say, even-handed. They don't push one over the other but you know they have discussions about it and they each have their beliefs and they you know go with it um but like i say i just find that uh you know i i that's one of the shows that i like it's just um you know in this world that we live in it's just nice to have a break from that and uh, have a show where people try to help one another even mm -hmm. when they don't want it sometimes um sometimes they got to convince the you know that's how you build attention oh i, I don't need any help blah 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 you know mm -hmm. eventually they um and uh in one episode this and sometimes they don't understand what it is that they're supposed to be doing like in uh one episode this lady was dying well um he thought it was his job to help her and she'd refused she had cancer and she refused treatment he thought it was her job to uh i uh, thought it was his job to help her get back on treatment well no it was his job to help her find faith which for an atheist to do is kind of a weird yeah. thing but you know you know, <laughs> excuse me he you know, he, he realizes it's uh, his job. And like I said, like it's purpose. Just like budget. he finds like some yeah. kind of a calling, does he? Yeah, basically. And 
Like you say, and then him and his friends. So the subplot is his friends and him are trying to track down who's behind the, this account. And they almost find him, but then they don't. And, you know, so like I say, that's the, the subplot to it that uh, kind of, well, there's several subplots because there is a, uh, a uh, another, uh, good Lord. Uh, <laughs> My husband just sent me that. Sent me a picture of marijuana induced infused, infused toilet, toilet paper. paper. Wow, you that gives putting it's out a calm your ass new, down. Yeah, that, you know, rolling it—that's a whole new uh, metaphor for that. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that's okay. Um, no, that's fine. But like I said, that's about all I had to say about <clears throat> that show. That sounds like a good one. Uh, I'm gonna have to go put that on my list now. Yeah, like I say, it's uh, it's not heavy. Uh, I mean, it has its moments. There's been a few times that I, you know, cried a little bit because, you know, they do build emotion in it. Mm -hmm. But it's a, uh, it's not a heavy, heavy show, um, and it does make you think. And you, I get warm fuzzies, which lets me know that I'm still human. Um, it's questionable. See, sometimes. I like shows like this. This is where my husband and I differ a lot in our watching stuff, unless we, and we'll talk about this in a little bit. Like unless we watch sci-fi, which is, you know, he he has to think all the time. You know, he's a he's a physics teacher. He's constantly thinking all the time, and he likes to watch what he calls bla brain bleach, just something where he doesn't have to think about anything. And so I just get kind of disgusted at times because it's like stupid shit, you know. And it just oh my god, I feel dumber for having watched that. But for him, like he needs that. <laughs> he just he is a smart guy. No. Like he he just he does need to like water it down sometimes. You know, it does get too it just gets too intense for him. So he doesn't typically like that kind of stuff, but we did watch The Good Place together, and we really, really enjoyed that. Um, we have what we call our TV babies. Uh, do you, do you and your wife do that? Do you watch TV together at all? Is there any shows that you watch together that you like? Well, the ones that we watch together are like American Pickers, more the reality, reality shows, okay. uh, mm -hmm. storage wars. You know, not character driven. You mm -hmm. know, shows. Uh, like that. So then or you're not kind of like us. It's like fiction. you kind of have your stuff that you like and you have your stuff yeah. that you like together and you know, you have your separate TV watching. So, yep. yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, yeah, we don't, uh, she watches her stuff. I watch my stuff and like say, we'll watch American Pickers now. But, you know, my job is kind of the opposite of his because my job is like, you could be basically brain dead and still pick up garbage and ah, so, scrub yeah. toilets. Right. So, so you I, need something to enrich yourself. You, you need yeah, that extra yeah. mental fiber. Mm -hmm. That, that and then sense. the fact too, because like I say, I get, I look at things really, you couldn't pick this up. So I do need something that reinforces my belief that there is good in humanity and that we mm -hmm. shouldn't be bleached from the face of the earth sometimes. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> Not because the, some of the things that you both see, I, that's what's interesting, you yeah. know, being married to a teacher and then like podcasting with a with a custodian person is like, I hear your stories and like you both work in a school and it's two different perspectives. It's very interesting to, to oh, think yeah. about. Oh, um, yeah. They see the kids and I see the aftermath of mm -hmm. the kids. So. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I say, you know, and for me, and everybody's grateful for you both. <laughs> mm, not always. Um, there's well, some yeah, he that, says that mm, too. Yeah, it's a very thankless kind of a uh, job. Yeah, because uh, they don't like it when I hide their stuff because they don't want to pick it up off the locker room floor. <laughs> and they refuse to pick it up. So then I played games. Well, not games. I've been trying to teach them a lesson, but uh -huh. they're slow learners. They would leave stuff on the, the boys. The girls are good. It's just the boys the leave their – Yes. <laughs> they leave their stuff on the floor, and how am I supposed to clean the floor? Mm -hmm. So there's been a few times I 
picked all their stuff up, put it in garbage bags, and they had to come ask me where their stuff was at. Natural consequences. Yeah, except they would just go back to doing it, and I got tired of hiding their stuff, and so I just kind of reached the screw up. So you're basically but, being Sean from The Good Place. You're like, all right, butthole spiders for everybody. Yeah, basically, <laughs> if I could. <laughs> if I could inflict consequences on them. Yeah. Like, you know, a rash because they left their stuff on the floor, you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is why they don't allow me to have certain powers. Right. It's just not end well. <laughs> me with superpowers? Oh, good Lord, help oh, everybody. That's funny. Well, maybe, do, do you have any kind of a, a pick that you want to think about? Or do you want me to maybe talk about mine while you co quick get one? Since we have a Yeah, why didn't pick? you? Uh, yeah, did we set a limit or are we just picking something? We're just picking something because it's the apocalypse. So who cares? We don't have any money anyway. <laughs> not even play money. It's sure. all gone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny because, like I said, you know, I, I know that this is a very serious thing that's going on, but if we don't laugh about it, we'll just cry. So I'd rather just do the laughing part for the most part. So I think it's been very humorous. That's why I sent you the, the little joke about the toilet paper that my husband just texted me because he's out shopping right now. Not hoarding. Uh -huh. There's a difference. He's not hoarding. He's yeah. just shopping. Like, we just made a list. We we're both like, oh, my God, people are just hoarding. Like I said, I mean, as soon as I saw this came to California, I, I stocked up. And, I, and when I say stocked up, like, I looked for things that I knew that I was going to be down for, like, a week if I got sick with whatever it is because I always do because I'm one of those people. I'm on the special list. So I got the soup and, you know, I didn't get toilet paper because we didn't need it at the time. You know, we just, it wasn't our time to do that kind of shopping. So we're not necessarily hoarding. We're just, you know, NPR said, you know, prepare for it like it's a snowstorm. So we did. And, but then there's people that are taking like over, they're taking it over the top. You know, they're, they're just, there's a difference between preparing and hoarding for the purposes of like trying to sell it on eBay or something. Cause people are doing that kind of shit. So I just thought, you know what, um, Instead of trying to worry about, you know, what, what, what we can't control, we can't control that places are running out of toilet paper. And like you said in the beginning, it will come back to the stores eventually. I think this is a, a logistics and kind of a, a planning snafu that happened that people weren't necessarily prepared for. Because when it's weather, when we actually are preparing like it is for an actual storm that's coming, I'm sure that the people in the powers that be that control the... Uh, the stocks of the supplies and stores are looking at the weather and they're actually watching the forecast and saying, okay, let's push more of these supplies because this storm front's coming. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be something like that going on, you know, behind the scenes that, that we, you know, take advantage of. And now we're seeing the effects of that, that, you know, we should be really grateful for, for when there are snowstorms that people are able to get the supplies that they need, unlike now. So I started thinking, well, you know, what are we going to do if, if we do run out of toilet paper? Like, if that really happens, you know, let's be realistic about this. What what can we control? So I went online and I started looking at bidets. <laughs> I thought, you know, this might be a good time to switch to that. Well, guess what? <laughs> they're out of bidets, too. <laughs> uh, uh, no, they're not necessarily well, out of them, but they are running low on supply. <laughs> like you go well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mama said there be days like this. Should there be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, insert groans here. Right. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So I found a couple. Um, there was one that I actually found for under forty dollars. Uh, this one is called the. Let's see, and it it is. I shouldn't tell you this, but it is available right now. It doesn't say that it's out. And according to Honey, it's the best price, but it's $38.29 right now, free shipping. This is the, I don't know how you would say this, Luxe, L-U-X-E. It's like luxury bidet. Number, 
uh, Neo 120. It's got a self-cleaning nozzle, fresh water, non-electric, mechanical bidet toilet attachment. Now, the thing the thing that's cool about these, and I'm seriously, oh, no, I lie. It does say over on the right, it says temporarily out of stock. Damn it. <laughs> Another one. So you'll have to keep looking for these. But one of the things that I learned in research was that you want one like this where it's a non-mechanical, it's non-electric, it's all mechanical. Because if you are dealing with electric problems or, you know, there's more parts to break down when it's uh, electrical one. So this is this is a mechanical one. But uh, it's got, uh, let's see, what else can I say about it? Now, these are the kind, now when I say bidet, I'm talking about the kind that attaches already to existing toilet. So this is the kind that you take the lid off and you screw this down and you hook it to your cold water supply. Now, that's the other thing that, that I'm trying to learn about is, well, you know, we don't necessarily, we live in the desert, so we don't necessarily get really super cold water, but I'm thinking about people who do. I don't know that you're going to want to be using this really, really cold water. No, it would, it would be a wake up call. It would literally. kill all the viruses, but. And yourself as you go into cardiac freeze arrest. Them off. <laughs> freeze them off. You wouldn't be able to tell if you had to pee anymore because you wouldn't be able to feel anything. So that, yeah, so that's, so that's definitely something, a consideration to see if it can be hooked up to, to warm water. So that's something else I'm learning about. So that is my pick is going to be a bidet for, for this time of the year. <laughs> did, um, you, did you have any luck at find anything that can help you well, with your yeah. quarantine? Well, yeah. And this is something that I'm kind of thinking about anyway, because um, I've been on this uh quest to redo my office uh, -huh. uh down yep. here and so i started by you're gonna have lots of time to do that now <laughs> yeah and i may end up spending a lot of time down here so i it started by constructing this desk here and now i'm trying to figure out my next thing is i have i'm a nerd people um yeah we know this. i this have all this tune in <laughs> Well, yeah, I've got all this stuff that needs charging so i've got like game controllers and um uh my uh headset that I wear uh, uh, when I'm listening to music and my tablets and everything. And the problem is right now, so I've got, um, Melissa can see it, but you guys can't. So I've got my gaming chair over there, mm -hmm. but oh. then I had all the uh, uh, tablets and everything on the desk behind me. Well, uh -huh. okay, first world problems. I had yep. to get up out of my chair to grab something. <laughs> well, when I'm gaming, yeah. I don't want to do that. I just want to sit there, you know, just think um, uh, Wally, um, uh -huh, right? The kids in the chairs, yeah. Yep. Uh, so I just I'm, I'm trying to find something a bed uh, or a chair side thing. Right now I've got my laptop stand with everything on it, and I've got mm -hmm. some more things I'm going to do with it. But I was looking on Amazon. I'm trying to avoid spending you know money because I've got other things to. Do. But there is this one for two hundred dollars. Put a link in the chat kind of, so I can see what it looks uh, like. Oh, I dropped it in the show notes there. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so it's a, uh, a stand. I think it's on wheels. I think. Uh, I think it rolls. But it, so it's like a oh, nightstand. But then there's this arm that comes up, cool. so you can put your tablet or your laptop on there and swing it around. So it's a, a multifunction, height adjustable, overbed end table wooden nightstand with swivel top, storage drawers, wheels, and open shelf. Um, yeah, one oh. of those uh, succinct Amazon descriptions. Yeah. Um, but um, so it's got the little arm so you can put your tablet on there and swivel over your uh, chair mm -hmm. if you want to work on something. Or if, like I'm saying, mine, uh, if I'm playing Minecraft and I or something that doesn't require my full attention uh, or like Farm Simulator where <laughs> I can be doing that, but I still want to watch a video while I'm doing it so I could have the tablet there. But then it's got a place uh, 
And I was thinking about one building... step closer to making your tractor Peloton. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was thinking about building one, but I know how some of my projects have turned yeah, out. So maybe... yeah. But what I would like to do with that one is incorporate a power strip into it, put my chargers and stuff in there, have right. the cables all kind of tucked away and, and, and nice and everything. But I just want something. So if I want to, you know, play like my switch, I can just have it down there charging. I can just grab it and pull it up or I can put that back and grab a controller from my shield or something like that and still have my battery. Uh, yeah, this looks my pretty chargeable batteries. Yeah, it does. Pretty and so I can cool. sit beside my bed. Uh, $200. So yeah, you know, while the rest of the world is in madness, I'll be down here in my bunker, you know, shooting mm-hmm. stuff in Borderlands or something. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's how I'm going to spend my apocalypse. I'm going to spend down here away from people. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been ahead I, of the I did curve for something years. similar. I mean, that's a really nice, I'm going to send you a link to it now. Cause I just, it's interesting. Uh, as I was looking at it, it, this became one of the suggestions. I actually got this that I sent you. This is a, an overbed table. This is basically like a hospital bed table type thing. It's a medical adjustable over the bed bedside table. So I had gotten this. Now it doesn't have the, um, you know, like the drawers and stuff like that one does. But this is part right. of it. If you were going to try to cut down the price, because this is only 70 bucks or that's like 100. But you could probably take this and screw on the bottom of it or like on the side of it. You could probably just on, on the metal part, you could attach with um you know velcro ties or something you could attach the surge protector to plug all your stuff in and then just use like well, lots of wire ties and stuff to kind of wire the wires to it okay well and i'll uh i'll move so you can see it and i'll try to describe it to everybody but that white thing there mm-hmm. is a uh a tablet holder long oh, like handle. a gooseneck uh-huh yeah a gooseneck one yeah uh, it's yeah it's flexible it's not like the the uh arm one I got over here with springs and such. It's just Mm -hmm. a big flexible thing. So I have that clamped onto the bottom to the base of that, Mm -hmm. holding my surge protector in place. Uh Uh-huh. And then, because what you're showing me is basically like my laptop table, except that one isn't split. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because this one here, there's one part that's stationary and the other part can rotate and Mm -hmm. such. So you have a place for your mouse pad. Now, does that roll around on wheels and everything too? Yeah, it does. And then what I'm and what I'm thinking about doing, my next step in this evolution, is to get a piece of plywood and zip tie it to the vertical arm of that thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'd, I'd screw brackets on there to hold my controllers so they would be underneath the shelf. And then through the back, drill holes and run cables through there. So the cable, the charging cables would be behind this so you don't see the ugliness. Mm-hmm. Just come through a hole and plug in there. Because I had this mounted on the wall, but the cables were everywhere. as messy. They got lost and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I do it that way, then I could have... Uh, like I say, just uh, zip tie some uh, a sheet of plywood there and put all my holders on there to hold this stuff. Uh, so I think that would look neater. Um, so I might just end up doing that and save myself the $200. But like I say, this one crossed my mind. Yeah. It's kind of provided me w- with some inspiration for That's just it. Things. Yeah, it's very inspirational. I, I love thinking about this stuff. Did you see the one that I that I put in our goo pod that was like the, the thing that you lay down in? Oh yeah, that chair yeah. like that would be the ultimate, but it's like seven grand. Oh my god! Yeah, that that's like that, got tr- hydraulics and everything. I think I've seen that one before, but yeah, because that one uh, you you can sit in there and you can either like lay back, uh, so it's like a chair, 
but you can like lay back and then as you lay back the table comes up mm -hmm. so it could be like overhead right. so obviously you have to strap everything down and your uh yeah. mouse and everything has magnets on it so it right. doesn't come flying down and hit you in the face that's, but that's the problem that i'm dealing with because like i have this this leg injury i, I last week i i tore <laughs> you know how your hamstrings constructed of these three long pieces of fiber and i tore the one right in the middle i was bowling of all things and i'll never go bowling again but anyway i tore this this uh this muscle and it's a tear it's not just a strain like it's an actual tear and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's been bad it's been brutal and it's only i'm only a week into it and i still can't drive like i still i tried to and it was a big mistake and i told you all about that fiasco so um i need to sit my ass down and like really keep myself just off of this this leg so i've been looking for ways to work while i'm laying down or if I'm just like, you know, sitting with my leg elevated because I have to keep it elevated a lot and iced and, you know, not every single every single hour like I had been in the, in the very first couple of days I had to. But I still had to ice it at least a couple times a day. So I'm kind of stuck in that in that position for quite a while. And so I was looking for something that I could use to work laying down. But the problem has been with my arms, like my arms get fatigued really easily. But that, you know, just like looking at that was inspirational because I thought, oh, well, maybe I need to do something with magnets for my keyboard or my mouse, because having, I can figure out how to get the tray tilted. That's not a problem, but everything slides off. <laughs> so yeah. So just trying to figure out ways to, this goes back to our workstation discussion from a while ago. We're still tinkering with those kinds of things. I'm sure it'll be an ongoing development, but. Oh, that's... I'm sure I'll never come up with something I like. But... Yeah, but it's, it's good to try and you know, it, it gets right. you thinking, gets you thinking. And then you can watch all those deep uh, philosophical TV shows and think some more. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're tired of thinking, you can just listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, we've done all and, the thinking for you. <laughs> yes. And uh, so we'll uh, do like we always do, and uh, uh, we'll introduce ourselves. So I'll be the gentleman, and I'll let you mm -hmm. go first. Well, and where can people find more about you? Uh, you can find me online all over at The Mac Mommy, and you can go to my website, themacmommy.com. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my uh, <clears throat> my landing page where you can find out more about the things that I do. That's at Mike Dash McPeak M C P E E K dot com, uh, where it has a list of uh, the other podcasts I do, like uh, uh, Bard on the Plains and uh, uh, a few other things that I do. Uh, and uh, if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. And we thank everyone that does that. We hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. Okay, hour 24, that's not too bad. <laughs>